Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode of the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm so excited to finally be here. To be honest, it was an accident that my podcast launched on the day that it did. I was trying to schedule it to launch for a couple days after, and the way it worked out, it just published immediately. So here we are. I'm so excited. That was honestly the nudge that I needed. The universe really helped homegirl out there so here we are i cannot wait let's get into it this week's episode is based on six statements that have shaped my current mindset and my current mindset was hard work i had to break a lot of mental roadblocks to get where i am And a lot of that was done in a short period of time. I kind of just forced myself to get a move on, get going, and change my life. I was unhappy in a lot of different aspects in my life. And I knew that if I wanted things to change, I needed to get off my ass and change them. Life will hand you things don't get me wrong life will hand you things if you align yourself with the opportunity but life is not going to give you handouts when you're sitting on your ass and not willing to put in the work so here are six statements that have shaped my mindset and gotten my ass up statement number one is it's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. If you care too much about what other people think, it makes it so much easier to get embarrassed. And embarrassment is a stupid feeling. Yes, you can trip and fall on your face. That might be a little bit embarrassing. But you can stand up, you can walk it off, you can brush off your ass that you just fucking landed in dirt on and you can move about your day people don't pay that close attention to you like you can go about your day you can do embarrassing things but it's only embarrassing if you choose to be embarrassed simply being uncomfortable by expanding your life should not be embarrassing Doing something that's out of your comfort zone is not embarrassing. Extraordinary things don't come from within your comfort zone. If you want to do something great, you're going to have to pop your bubble. You're going to have to expand. You're going to have to explore. You're going to have to go on the adventure that's life. You can't let embarrassment stop you from experiencing what you are supposed to experience. And it is only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. Now let's take it a step further. And I was with someone who told me they were constantly embarrassed of me when I wasn't being embarrassing. 
And that hurt, dude. Like, that puts a damper on your self-esteem. So looking in the mirror, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed of who I was. I was embarrassed of how I dressed. I was embarrassed of how I spoke. I was embarrassed of how I moved my body. I was embarrassed of how I ate. But that weighed me down to a point where I wouldn't do anything about it. I was embarrassed that someone was embarrassed of me. And that is a freaking mind-blowing scenario. I like that's something you should never put yourself in the position to be in. If someone's embarrassed of you, that is their problem, not yours. If someone's embarrassed, that's because they are choosing to be embarrassed and feel that way. You can choose to look at someone and fall you can watch them fall flat on their face and you can think that was embarrassing. You can mock them You can put them down or you can go and you can give them your hand and you can help them up. You can help brush off the dirt they just fell into and you can turn their day around. You do not have to put that on someone else. And again, it is only embarrassing if you are embarrassed. The second statement is... If all you need to do is have more money to live the life that you want to live, figure out how to make more money. It's that simple. And this is something that is going to open your frequency, your wavelength to new opportunities that could make you money. People make money in bizarre, creative, crazy ways. And that's because they're not sitting on their butt and just thinking, oh, I wish I had more money. If you're sitting there saying, I can't make more money. I don't know how to make more money. That's too much work. That's a lazy way out of a problem that has an easy solution if you put hard work into it. And you'll get the outcome that you want. You can make more money. Saying, I can't or I don't know how, feeds a limiting mindset. And so many people have such a limited mindset when it comes to money. Money's kind of a taboo topic. You don't talk about how much you make. You don't talk about how much you spend. You complain consistently about how much everything costs, but you're not actively doing something to be able to afford how outrageously priced things are. And it's as simple as shifting your mindset of, oh, all I need to do is make more money to do what I want. I can travel if I have more money. I can afford this restaurant if I have more money. I can do this event if I have more money. Then make more money. It's that easy. There's so many different ways. Get on Google. If you want to sit on your ass on the couch, get on Google and type in ways to make money from my couch. If you have a hobby that you can turn into something that you can get paid for, put some hard work and effort behind it and you'll get paid for it. It's that simple. So this statement, if all I need to do is make more money to live the life I want, then that's easy. Just tell yourself that's easy. 
I'm a, I'm a strong believer in how positive affirmations shape how you attract things into your life. The law of attraction, especially with money, is real. Whatever you put into the universe, the universe will feed back to you. What goes around comes around. Karma can be good. Karma is not always a negative consequence. Money is ever flowing. It's circulating. It's not always generating. There's, right? There's limited amounts. However, you can have people pay you. You can get money given to you. You can figure out ways to increase your income and live the life that you want. And it's easy. If all you need to do to live the life that you want is make more money, then figure out how to make more money. One of the limiting beliefs that I had when I was in my last relationship is if I leave, I will not be able to financially support myself. And that is extremely binding. I felt stuck in the sense that if I couldn't financially provide for myself and my daughter, what am I going to do? I You can't live like that. So breaking that honestly just came from doing it. It came from leaving. It came from finding an apartment I could afford. It came from drafting a budget that actually fit my expenses versus my income that put me living below my means. And I shattered my previous belief of I'm stuck here because I can't afford this. If I can't afford something, it's time to figure out how to afford it, not how to stay behind. So it's as simple as breaking down your old beliefs and changing it to how can I actively fix this and live the life that I want. And when it comes to money, generally the answer is making more of it. How can I make more money consistently to provide the life that I want to have, to provide the life that I want to give my daughter? So the second statement that shaped my current mindset, again, is if all you need to do is have more money to live the life that you want to live, just figure out how to make more money. The third statement that has shaped my current mindset is you will never feel loved by other people if you don't truly love yourself. I know that's cliche. I know that's shoved down your throat from literally every person preaching self-help or self-improvement or growth in any form, but it's so true. I believed a lot of the things that I was told negative about myself from other people. And that's damaging when you believe someone else's opinion more than your own views on yourself. And building the confidence in yourself will lead to loving yourself. When you decide that you're confident, you're confident. When you decide you love the parts of yourself that you hate, you won't hate existing anymore. 
And by default, if you don't love yourself, you close yourself off from fully receiving love. If you look at it like a wavelength, you cap yourself from hitting the wavelength of receiving love from other people. You're a level below where you want to be. So someone could be trying to love you, but you're not going to receive it because in your head, you're thinking, well, I hate that about me. They're just, they're joking. They're not being serious. They're mocking me. They're making fun of me. But when you truly love yourself, you will radiate love. You will radiate positivity. You will spread love with everything you do. And that itself puts you in the position to receive love back. Again, the universe will give you what you give the universe. If you're putting in negativity, you're going to get negativity. If you're constantly complaining about yourself, people are going to notice what you're complaining about and they're going to focus on it. People listen to what you say even if they don't fully accept it. And if you're only putting out negative energy, you're probably only going to get negative energy. And you can read all the books in the world. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can listen to all the self-help mantras. You can do affirmations. But if you don't actually believe what you're listening to or what you're reading, you're wasting your time. If you are gonna look yourself in the mirror and say I love my body while simultaneously looking at every aspect of your body that you hate your words aren't gonna mean shit actions still speak a lot louder than words and actually loving yourself is gonna do a lot more positive things for you than if you just look in the mirror and say I love my body I love how my brain works I love what I think is beautiful in life. You're not going to actually feel that way unless you can fully accept yourself. And accepting yourself is where the love comes in. If you cannot fully accept yourself, you'll never love yourself completely. Every aspect of your character makes you who you are. Your soul, your essence is the way that it is because of everything you've been through. If you hate yourself because of an experience you've had, I understand. Shit can be traumatizing. Shit can ruin your perspective on yourself eternally, forever. But if you're willing to put in the work, you can do a little bit of reversing here. You can do a little bit of reversing there. And eventually, you can look in the mirror and you can truly love yourself. And once you truly love yourself, that's when you'll be able to receive love from other people. If you're strictly dependent on love from other people, you will not get very far. Because you're alone with you always. People come and go. Relationships come, relationships end. Kids grow up, leave the house, get married, have their own love somewhere other than you your parents get old your parents have their spouse your parents have their hobbies your parents probably have figured out by now that if they don't love themselves 
they're not going to get any. So you're stuck with you. You're stuck with what you've got. And if you don't love it, you're essentially screwed. You can never feel fully loved by other people if you do not truly love yourself. All right, the fourth statement that's changed my mindset is the words that you speak become the house that you live in. And the people you surround yourself with are a direct reflection of your character. So starting with the first half of that statement, the words you speak become the house you live in. I was in a pretty negative environment for a few years. And my brain was negative. It was hard for me to think of anything positive. It was hard for me to think of things that I liked. It was hard for me to do things that I liked because I was constantly focusing on every negative thing, not even directly correlating with me. I would nitpick negativity from the movies that I was watching, from the, I listened to depressing music. The things you listen to, the content you consume, the things you watch, the things you read, the things you say, all impact your brain chemistry. And it becomes your way of life. If you're surrounding yourself with negativity, that's your fault. That's your problem to fix. That's your choice saying, I'm choosing to spend my time here even though I feel like shit. And trust me, been there, done that. And it might feel excruciating to get out of that habit. It might feel excruciating to leave behind the people who feed those habits. But in the long run, give it a month and you will feel better. You'll begin to see the positivity. You'll begin to see that life is not all that bad. You'll begin to break down the things that you are telling yourself and reconstruct your perspective on life. You'll be able to look at what truly was causing so much contention and you'll be able to understand on why you had to get rid of it. And shifting to the second half of that statement, the people you surround yourself with are a direct reflection of your character. And the easiest way to explain this one is outside of yourself. If you are dating someone new, if you're spending time with someone new and they spend time with people you do not align with, if those people gossip, if those people cheat, if those people lie, that is a direct reflection of who is spending time with them. You attract what you give. If you're giving negativity, if you're lying, if you're cheating, you will attract a cheater. You will attract a liar. And if you want to align yourself with something different, you have to be mentally strong enough to say, I don't want this anymore. I need to surround myself with people who can align me with the things that I want. If you want someone who's going to gossip with you, that's negative. 
but there's a lot of that in the world. You can find it easily. But if you want someone who is going to laugh with you, who's going to point out the beautiful things in life, who's going to take pictures and show you what they think is happy, then you need to start doing that. You need to just put some action behind what you want or you'll never see it. And same goes for who you spend your time with. If they're sitting on their ass and they're saying, well, I wish my life was more positive. Trust me, I want my life to be more positive. Okay, change it. Change your life. Get off the couch. Get ready for the day. Put on some makeup. Putting on makeup always puts me in a good mood. It's, you know, a little boost of confidence. And if you want to attract confident people, you're going to need to be confident. What you put out is exactly what you get. Your inner dialogue feeds every single thing you do. So in your head, if you're spitting off negativity, you're going to attract negativity in the real world outside your brain. Positivity breeds positivity. Negativity breeds negativity. If you want to change your life, start with how you talk to yourself. Start with how you think. Start with dismissing those negative voices in your head that are telling you you're not good enough, that are telling you you're not worth it, that are telling you your goals are impossible, that are telling you you will never achieve what you want to achieve. Dismiss it. Say, I do not accept that. I want more for myself than what this voice is offering me, and I'm going to get it. Start changing the narrative and saying, I can get what I want if I do A, B, and C. Put an action plan behind the things that you want, and you'll attract people who are doing the same thing. And if you're doing those things, you're thinking those things. And again, positivity breeds positivity. And the words you speak become the house you live in. The people you surround yourself with are a direct reflection of your character. And if you are thinking right now, shit, the people I hang out with are kind of sketchy. The people I hang out with are really negative. The people looking at you are going to think those things about you. And if you don't like that, if that makes you uncomfortable, it better make you uncomfortable enough that you're actually going to do something about it. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. Again, actions speak a lot louder than words, but the words you speak become your environment entirely. The next statement is to always do your best and to always put love behind everything that you do and everything that you say. So starting off with always doing your best, when you don't do your best, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel regret. You could potentially hurt someone's feelings. You could cause someone harm. Doing your best is an essential part of life. It's an essential part of leveling yourself up to receive better things, to put yourself on a different frequency, to have new opportunities. And when you do your best, you learn new things. Your best is always changing. Your best one day 
could be getting out of bed and that's it. You hit your max there and you should be proud of yourself. You got your ass out of bed. Then the next day, your best could be running a marathon and congratulations, you finished your marathon. If you always do your best, you can look back at your day and say, I had a good ass day. Half-assing things only will lead to disappointment. You will never be happy when you half-ass something. You can't look at an accomplishment that you finished that you didn't give your full self to and say, yes, that reached its full capacity for greatness. It's, that's impossible. And putting love behind everything you do and everything you say just spreads love. And what's wrong with that? There's nothing bad that will come from putting more love into the world. The world needs it. It's pretty hectic right now. There's a lot of negativity. You look at the news, it's negative things spat in your face 24-7. You turn on the radio and there's always a bad story on the radio somewhere just to spread light on things that obviously need light spread on, but there's just so much negativity that if you're not putting love behind the things you do, you're only increasing the negativity. And I'm a strong believer in paying it forward. So one of my favorite things to do is go to a soda shop and get a drink. I'm a big drink girly. Dr. Pepper, I will never say no, okay? But when I go, one of my favorite ways to pay it forward is to pay for the person behind me if there is a person behind me. Because that is going to make their day. It's a simple fact. If someone has paid for my drink, it's happened a few times. If someone's paid for my drink, it immediately warms my heart. It makes you happy. And that's a simple thing to do. It's $4 that you can contribute to just putting a smile on someone's face. Even if it's not the person behind you who's getting that, the cashier is going to feel the love emanating off of you. And paying it forward doesn't always have to be of monetary value. You can compliment someone. You can smile at someone. You can sit next to someone who's sitting alone. You can reach out to someone who you know is having a hard time. You can remember the little things about someone that normally just go unnoticed. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Paying it forward and putting love into the world that wasn't there before or going the extra mile to do something to make someone feel better will always help you feel better. People crave feeling needed. People need to be needed. People need to be wanted. And it's easy to want someone in your life who's a positive person. If you are constantly complaining, if you're constantly nagging, people don't want that around. That's not something that we crave. That's not something we want. That's not something we need. Always doing your best and focusing your energy on love will never do you wrong. Whether someone receives that or not is not your problem. 
someone sees your positivity and wants to stomp it to the ground, that is not your problem. Always doing your best and always putting love behind everything you do and say will always put you on top. It will always put you at a new level. Alrighty, last but not least, being present in your life is the best thing you'll ever accomplish. And that's extremely hard to do right now. There are a million forms of social media. People chronically overthink and stress about everything. To-do lists pile on top of each other until it's overflowing from day to day. And time management has honestly gone out the window because the world is, at least our culture that we live in, is hustle culture. You've always got to be doing something. You've always got to be moving on to the next thing. You've always got to be pushing past your limits and exceeding expectations. And honestly, that takes away from being present. And it's sad. It's hard. Being present is an active engagement of parts of your brain that don't function when you're clicking through TikToks and Instagram posts and scrolling through Pinterest because you are subconsciously half paying attention and half scrolling. So being present has been hard for me to do but it's probably been the most rewarding of these six statements life is meant to be lived i recently read green lights by matthew mcconaughey and it kind of kicked my ass in gear in terms of being present you cannot appreciate something without fully being immersed in the present And allowing yourself to feel everything that comes with being present. I feel like people are obsessed right now with suppressing everything that doesn't fit the norm. The norm being what you see on social media. The perfect highlight reel of everyone's life. So you have a bad day. You feel shitty. You feel sick. Physically, you feel sick. Mentally, you feel like you're so drained you can't function. And now you're stressed about feeling that way. And then you're going to be stressed about feeling stressed. And it's just an ever-going cycle that doesn't know how to stop until you put it in its place and decide to be present in your life. Overthinking and worrying just takes you away from the present. And... One thing that's helped me step out of that mindset is if you can do something about what's worrying you, then do it. And then you have no reason to worry because you're fixing it, right? You're problem solving. If you can't do anything about what is worrying you, then accept it and stop worrying about it. You cannot change your situation for whatever reason that might be. Why are you stressed about it? Because you don't like your situation. Okay, then there's probably something you can do to change it. You're just being lazy and you don't want to do it. So if you can do something, do it. 
then you have no reason to worry. If you can't do something, get over it. Move on. Life goes on. Life does not stop just because you're worried about the outcome of something. Stop waiting until something is convenient or comfortable to do it. You need to just do it. You need to just go for it. If you have goals, if you have ambitions, and you're currently not working towards them, why are they your goals? Because you're absorbing yourself into social media? Because you're drinking your life away? Because you want to try drugs instead of actually doing something productive with your time? Sit down. Write down what you want in your life and actively do something in the moment about it. And if you want to live a simple life where you can just come and go as you please, do it. Be present in your life. There is no reason to be so stressed that getting out of bed is hard. There's no reason to do that to yourself. You have the power to think it through your brain and mentally block those negative things. And all you have to do is just decide to do it. And it sounds crazy, but your brain has a lot more power and authority over your everyday feelings than you give it credit for. A lot of the times we attribute our feelings to outside sources, but truly everything you feel is your own problem. Someone could be a douche. I get that. Some people are mean. Some people are soul suckers. Some people just like to be mean and negative. That's their problem. They probably have a miserable life. But if you want to accept that, you're going to give yourself a miserable life. If you don't want to accept that and you want to have a good time, then do it. Be present. Accept yourself for who you are because that's all you've got. And move on. Move on with your day. Focus on what you're doing. Be intentional with your time. And that's hard too. Being intentional with everything you do takes a lot more brain capacity than swiping through TikTok. And swiping through TikTok is not an intentional pastime. That's an escape. So being present can take a lot of time. Maybe you need to just cut your screen time down by half an hour every day until you can actually live a day happily without being consumed by the pressure to check your phone every four seconds or hit your vape every four seconds or the need for alcohol. Or whatever you use to cope with whatever's bothering you. Being present is by far the most important of these six. When you're present, it's easier to do your best. When you're present, it's easier to be intentional about the words that you're speaking. When you're present, it's easier to focus on the beautiful things in life and find love rather than hate. When you're present, it's easier to actually have the energy to make money. When you're present, there's no reason to feel embarrassed. So that's probably the biggest takeaway from this episode is just be present. Be intentional. 
Put some actual brain power behind what you're doing. And I bet you'll have a good day. I have implemented these six things, honestly, just since the beginning of the year. The beginning of the year had a major life-changing event, and I just decided it was time to get my shit together. It was time to change my life and actually be happy in it, rather than just floating by miserable all the time. And these six things are probably what has gotten me through most of it. So I hope that there was something you could take from this episode, and I hope that you actually take something and actually actively think about it. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the By Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review, and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.